0: And welcome back to the Hawks Faith and Freedom podcast. And we're going into Joshua chapter 18. Now, based on this chapter from what I've read, it's... The real question here is, are you complacent? I think... I think that... Most of us become complacent at some point in our life, Um, but we have to find the drive to move on and find the drive to go where God is calling us to go. So in this this chapter, you'll see you have the allotment of the remaining land, and we're going to talk about the inheritance for Benjamin. But you'll see how the people of Israel became very complacent in this chapter. So let's read the chapter, it's not very long. Then the whole congregation of the people of Israel assembled at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there. The land lay subdued before them. There remained among the people of Israel seven tribes whose inheritance had not been yet apportioned. So Joshua said to the people of Israel, How long will you put off going into to take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you? provide three men from each tribe, and I will send them out, that they may set out and go up and down the land. They shall write a description of it with a view of their inheritances, and then come to me. They shall divide it into seven portions, Judah shall continue in his territory on the south, and the house of Joseph shall continue in their territory on the north, and you shall describe the land in seven divisions, and bring the description here to me, and I will cast lots for you here before the Lord our God. The Levites have no portion among you, for the priesthood of the Lord is their heritage. And Gad and Reuben and half the tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance beyond the Jordan eastward, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave them. So the men arose and went, and Joshua charged those who went to write the description of the land, saying, Go up and down in the land, and write a description and return to me. And I will cast lots for you, here before the Lord in Shiloh. So the men went and passed up and down in the land and wrote in a book, a description of it by towns and seven divisions. Then they came to Joshua to the camp at Shiloh, and Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord. There Joshua apportioned the land to the people of Israel, to each his portion. The lot of the tribe of the people of Benjamin, according to its clans, came up, and the territory allotted to it fell between the people of Judah and the people of Joseph. On the north side, their boundary began at the Jordan. Then the boundary goes up to the shoulder north of Jericho, then up through the hill country westward, and it ends at the wilderness of Beth-Avon. From there, the boundary passes along southward in the direction of Luz, to the shoulder of Luz, that is Bethel. Then the boundary goes down to Adaroth adar on the mountain that lies south of lower Beth-Haran. Then the boundary goes in another direction, turning on the west, western side southward from the mountain that lies to the south opposite Beth-Haran. And it ends at kiriath Baal, that is Kiriath-Jirium, a city belonging to the people of Judah. This forms the western side, and the southern side begins at the outskirts of Kiriath-Jerim. And the boundary goes from there to Ephron, to the spring of the waters of nephtoah Then the boundary goes down to the border of the mountain that overlooks the valley of the son of Hinnom. Which is at the north end of the valley of Rephraim. And then goes down the valley of Himon south of the shoulder of the Jebusites. And downward to en Then it bends in a northerly direction going on to Enshemesh, And from there goes to Gelilah which is opposite the ascent of Adamim. Then it goes down to the stone of Bohan, the son of Reuben, and passing on to the north of the shoulder of beth Araba. It goes down to the Araba. Then the boundary passes on to the north of the shoulder of Beth-Hogla. And the boundary ends at the northern bay of the Salt Sea, the south end of the Jordan. This is the southern border. The Jordan forms its boundary on the eastern side. This is the inheritance of the people of Benjamin according to their clans boundary by boundary all around. Now the cities of the tribe of the people of Benjamin according to their clans were Jericho, Beth-Hogla, Emek-Kaziz, beth araba Zemarim, Bethel, Avim, Para, Ophrah, Safar Amani, Afni, Geba, twelve cities with their villages Gibeon, Ramah, Biroth, Mizpah, Chefira, Moza, Rechem, Erpil, Terala, Zela, Helef, Jebus. This is that is Jerusalem Gibeah and Kiriath-Jerium fourteen cities with their villages this is the inheritance of the people of Benjamin according to its clans now that concludes chapter 18 and obviously it sounds like What most of Joshua, this series, has been is been a lot of boundaries and maps and stuff like that. But we go back in this chapter to verse 2 and 3. Where it says, But there remained among the children of Israel seven tribes, which had not yet received their inheritance. Then Joshua said to the children of Israel, how long will you neglect to go and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers has given you? That is really the main core of that chapter. And really, it's about complacency. Pastor Edria writes in his commentary, In the original language, The Hebrew sentence structure suggests that a large amount of time had passed since the first five tribes had settled in their territories. These remaining seven tribes had grown complacent and were satisfied with their life on the western bank of the Jordan River. Why did they stay there and not go take all that God had for them? Remember that these people had not lived in a permanent dwelling for a generation they were afraid of anything new even if it was ultimately for their good they lacked the faith and courage to go where God wanted to take them so they found themselves living in disobedience to such a degree that Joshua finally had to confront them and tell them to step up and follow the Lord Many of us today and no doubt many believers down through the ages have found ourselves in similar situations. We become satisfied with the status quo and grow tired of the battle. We must carefully guard against letting complacency creep into our spiritual lives, sapping our strength and vision. Proverbs 29:18 reminds us that without a vision, people perish. Joshua did the work of an encourager, reminding them of the vision God had given and prodding them into obedient action. We all need mature believers in our lives who love us enough to confront us in our times of spiritual apathy. Is God calling you to change of to change your location? Seek him again. God waits for us to call on him for his strength and vision. Again, as I started this episode, I think we've all experienced complacency. I know I have personally. And it took a lot of soul searching to really find what I wanted to do and what I wanted to go after. But I also spent a lot of time just thinking about it. And I think that was the problem is that you're thinking too much. And it's hindering you from taking action. So... Try not to be complacent. You know, if there's something that you feel God is calling you to do, take action. Lord, please guide us this day as we follow you. We need you to be our light in the darkness. In Jesus' name, amen.